my year, and we are back at it again. Let me tell you something. Before we get into this episode, I want to give a shout out to Internets Worldwide. If you're listening for the first time today, or you're a first time listener, or a long time listener, whatever it is, I appreciate you. Salutes and shouts. Let me tell you something, man. I just came back from back to, not back to back, but one week uh, vacation in the DR with my son and my family, um, and then a break, and then boom. A daddy-daughter trip. We went on a college trip, checked out a couple other colleges, and then our college tour took a detour. Man, I always say it, man, it's, it's special when you get a chance to really bond with your kid. You know, I've been a separated dad since my daughter was two years old. Sort of like take her on a trip to look at the colleges and, and then surprise her with a detour to Mexico was was special, man. And, and I always realize and I always say, you know, and you know the lifestyle we live, presence over presence, your gift, you know, your gift of yourself being there for your kids will be the best gift you ever give them. People know and, you know, that live that lifestyle. And I'm, I'm so thankful that we could push that out there and have people live by it. But more importantly, it's 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 special for me to experience, you know, and and go through. You only have one, you know, high school graduation, only have one time she's going to go check these colleges. So it's it, it's really, really special, man, and I, I'm definitely super thankful for it, man. Let me tell you, man, I, I want to shout out everybody who listened to last week's episode with the one and only, the legendary Fat Man Scoop. Man, let me tell you, the dude is just, I mean, his voice is so distinctive, but more importantly, his journey, that episode was so pure and honest and, and talking about divorce and, 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 you know, how tough it is and you know, which I, I know, you know, I've been through it. So I know, you know, how tough it is and the pain and working on getting himself back into action. Speaking of that, man, you know, I got a, a dope, dope episode about divorce coming up real soon. But nah, man, Fat Man Scoop, man, internet's worldwide uh, on the check-in for that, man. So shouts to everybody for checking out that episode. If you haven't checked it out, put it on your to-do list. And make sure, listen, make sure you continue to put things on your to-do list. I want to continue to bring you... Um, episodes from all walks of life. Like I said, if you're a first-time listener, the Premium P Show is a show where, like I said, you you might laugh, you might learn something. Uh, well, actually, you know, I I shouldn't even say you might learn something. You will learn something. You will walk away with gems. You walk away and know that you're just just like a lot of your heroes, or just like a lot of these, you know, uh, people who are going through the same things as you. So you know, don't quit. Stay focused. Um, and, and, and power through it, you know? But I will say, Fat Man Scoop episode was definitely special. Internets, listen, what I want you to do right now is, as I always say, open up your Twitter app, open up your Instagram app, at Premium P, at Premium P Show, and check the fuck in. Wherever, you, wherever, wherever you're from, man, let me tell you, especially with the Fat Man Scoop episode, there were so many people from Dublin and um, all, all around, I mean, you know, the, the, there was people from Australia, there was people from London, all across the U.S. We had Detroit that's always on a check-in, Buffalo. Um, who else was on check-in? I think Minnesota, Chicago. Um, man, man, listen, Cali's always on the check-in. Internets, okay? At Premium P, at Premium P Show. And if you want, email me. Email me at the Premium Pete Show at gmail.com. Again, that's thepremiumpeachow at gmail.com. And don't be afraid. Don't be shy. I wouldn't say it if I didn't fucking mean it. Email me, okay? You got a podcast you want me to listen to? You're going through some shit with divorce, okay? You, you, you know, you, you you just have some shit that you want to ask or, or, or find out or whatever it is. Email me, thepremiumpeachow at gmail.com. Don't be afraid. 
Don't be scared. But let me tell you something. Before I get into this week's episode, I want to continue to um, let people know, man. You know, these episodes, tell a friend to tell a friend. We always used to say that. And rest in peace to my brother, Combat Jack. I always continue to want to make sure that we never forget him. But more importantly, what I learned with him was to tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, whatever episode you think, man. So, and, and also, too, when I say at me and check in, let me know who you want to see on the show. Maybe there's somebody that you want to see on the show. I have, I always have an idea of, of, of what I'm thinking of who I want. But if you want somebody and you're a listener, I'm listening to you. I always keep an open mind. I'm not a closed-minded closed douchebag. That's not my style. But, Internet, listen, on this week's episode, we sit down with the one and only Harlem Zone. Vado, okay? We go through his career, man, his journey of growing up in Harlem. And, you know, when you grow up in Harlem, man, that's like a movie, okay? Being around such stars and, and, and seeing as like Mace and Damon, Cameron and Joel Santana. And then original, and, and, and then imagine growing up in that same hood and then making music with Cam. I mean, you know, going through the journey and, and the music business and, look, okay? I fuck with Vado. Harlem's own, okay? There ain't, ain't much more to say. Internet, stay blessed. Okay, and let's just get to the episode. I now present to you the Vado episode of the Premium Pete Show. Let's get to it. Cheer. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, the undisputed voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner. Let me make this official for you. Fat Man Scoop, Cork McClan, Internets. It's time to go with my dude, Premium Pete. Let's get focused. Let's go, Internets. Let's turn up one time, Premium Pete. Come on, everybody get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up. It's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low, listen to the show cause milk said so fuck what you heard better act like you know it's the premium pete show internet welcome back to another episode of the premium pete show sitting here with the one and only slime season huh that boy vato harlem zone yes listen um right off the bat man you grew up in harlem yeah, of course, definitely. Where in Harlem? Where, where, where can people know Harlem? Right, let me just start off like that. I was born in Harlem Hospital. Okay. That's for one. Okay. Um, I grew up in St. Nick Projects. At the age of nine, I moved uptown to Crown Square, which mm-hmm. is 142nd Street. You know, and then I, um, and you know, you already know about uptown. Uptown sure. is where the legend's from. Rest in peace, Big L, you know, Cameron, mm-hmm. Mace. Herb McGruff, mm. 40 Cal, Max B, Jay Mills. Mm. Black Rob? Nah, Black Rob from the east side. Shout out to Black Rob, though. But, you know, the list goes on for uptown, man. Now, listen, you know, it's 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 crazy when you think about it. You know, you, you, it's like you're somewhat of a hometown hero. And, and, and what I mean by that is, uh, you know, we'll get to it, you know, even you know with Dipset and them being an influence and with Cam and moving forward with them, but think about it: you're just a kid from Harlem. You know, you grow up there. Like, what did you even like as a young kid? Just even like a teenager, what did you even want to be? I mean, like every other kid in the hood, man. You know, you want to um, rap, sling rock. Mm. You got a wicked jump, a wicked shot. jump shot. Yeah, you know. So it's like, you know. Today I might want to be Sham God. Mm. Tomorrow I want to be Cam. Mm. You know, or, or the next day I want to be you know um, 
Rich Porter, you know, it's the same thing, same thing, man. So, did you work any jobs uh, as as a teenager? I actually did. I actually did summer youth. Okay, and I did summer youth because all the chicks did summer youth. Mm. You know, so well, I was where anywhere the bad chicks was at. So everybody's working summer youth, and I'm like, shit, I want to work summer youth too. And I get a check. Mm. You know, summer youth was like pop. It was like a, a you know a popping thing growing up. For the summertime, you know, you obviously had a lot of uh, music influence around you. You know, meaning be growing up in Harlem. Yeah. But was there people outside of Harlem that influenced you that you were like, damn, I, they nice. I would like to be like that. Or you know, was it like a, a Big Daddy Kane? Was it like a Big Pun? Was it you I'm know? A, uh, I'm gonna be honest. Growing up in Harlem, I was anti with everything else. Mm. I was just straight Harlem. You know, Harlem was like the world to me. You know, because we was just so different. I felt we were so different from everybody else. You know, the parties, the hangouts. You know, summertime, back in the days, Harlem is like, shh, mm. Miami. The patent leather Pradas. Yeah, oh, man, <laughs> patent leather Pradas, the high-top suede Pradas with the strap. Mm. Like, you know, Harlem was just different. And, you know, all the stars... I, I seen all the stars in Harlem. Mm. So it's like, there's no reason for me to go anywhere else because everybody come in here. You mm. know, I could see Nas on the hill. I could see any rap on the hill, but I used to see Nas a lot on the hill. Mace always come through. Cam always come through, hang out. So it was like, oh, Harlem was just everything to me. I always, I used to be actually cocky when I go to, when I go to school and I got my Brooklyn friends, my Bronx friends and all that. I used to just be talking shit like, yeah, Harlem, man. Mm. You know where I'm from. When, when was, Mecca. Of course. When was the first time that you even thought that, like, yo, I, 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 I could spit, I could rap? Or when did you even, like, think of, like, even a name? Like, where the fuck, where the fuck did Vado come even from? come from? No, I'm, I'm going to go to that first question. Okay, there we go. See, I like, like how you... Yesterday. Okay. I was in school. I was in Brandeis High School in my math class. And, you know, just wasn't doing classwork. Jay Mills, me and Jay Mills was already close friends, and he was already rapping. So I'm just bored. I just start writing. And I actually zoned out. And you know, when you not when you don't know you nice and you don't want a person, you don't want to feel you nice yet. So you just wanna you just wanna tell people like, yo, I was playing around. Check this out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. So so they won't go hard on you. I said, yo, I was, yo, check this out. I was just playing around. And I spit it. And I never forget, I spit it for Mills. And he was like, yeah, that's dope. Like, you mm. know what I'm saying? Like, that's hot. Like, and I'm like, work? He said, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm lying. He didn't say that. He said, you ain't right that. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, it's me. He said, that ain't you. I said, that's me. And he said, what? He said, yo, shit was hot. And then I just started writing ever since. But I still wasn't taking it serious. I still wasn't taking it serious. Until another time, I spit for him. And he was like, I ain't going to lie, man. I love listening to you. Mm. And then, you know, so from there. Now, where did Vado uh, come from? It was actually Movado. Okay. You know, it was money out of violence and drugs, of course. You know, but shout out my brethren, Movado. Um... I just I just um shortened it to Vado. Like Vado was just sounding more aggressive and it had a better swag to me. 
Mm. So it's like Vado, Valis and drugs only. Yeah, I mean, look, even before even meeting you, um, you know, my personal opinion of the name has always been, it was a dope name. I liked it. I liked Vado. Yeah, and, well, and it got me uh, a lot of love in Dykeman, mm. you know, because you know Vato. Yeah, oh yeah, so, Vato Locos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it so, got me a lot of love. So you're penning some stuff up, you're spitting, mm-hmm. you got the name Vado. Mm-hmm. How do you even start to even think of like where to go? Like, you know, you're in Harlem. There's a lot of people around, stars, but where do you even like, you know, make the next move to even try to get noticed or try to figure out what your next move will be? I mean, even when, you know, when Mills was moving around, I was just moving around with Mills, you know, just, you know, getting acquainted, you know, um, doing a few freestyles with him, trying to get, you know, get my feet wet. But at the same time, I was still in the streets, you know. So I was in the streets um, 75% of the time. Mm. Just, you know, so rap wasn't really the first, you know, my, my first option. Rap definitely wasn't my first option. But the people I was around believed in me with the rap so much. You know, mm-hmm. they believed in me so much. They're like, yo. So, you know, I was getting so much love with this rap. So I'm like, yo, I might as well just try to try to take this serious. Mm-hmm. So I started taking it serious. You know, I started <clears throat> recording, going, you know, I started recording. Actually, I had got locked up. So when I came home, I started going mm-hmm. hard, taking it serious, recording, making a demo. And then out the blue, um, Cam came back in the game. So when Cam came back in the game, I reached out to him ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Whoever was around him, I reached out to them. Yo, get his tape to Cam. The tape finally got to Cam, and he has people come reach back out to me, introduce me to the studio, and I ain't never leave. Mm. I was there for about six months. You remember the first time meeting uh, Cam? Yeah. You know, when I first met Cam... I was about 11. I was on my block. <clears throat> he used to have like a a stash spot, you know what I'm saying, like a, like a chill spot on my block. And i never forget 357 and Horse and Karras was rocking. He walking up the block. And me and Mills, we across the street. And we like, yo, that's Ken. But we used, we used to see him always walk up the block to the sure, spot. Sure. So we like, yo, you might as well spit for him now. But I was telling Mills that, not me. I was like, yo. Cam, we can't we can't keep watching Cam go up and down this block and you don't spit for him. So I took Cam over there. I mean, I took Mills over there to spit for him. He said, "What up to us?" Mills spit for him, and he like, right, "Yeah, you dope, man." But next time you rap, man, look me in the eye. You know what I'm saying? Okay, <laughs> 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 word up. He said, "Next time you rap, look me in the eye." You know what I'm saying? You looking at the ground and all that. So when Cam told him that, I took heed to it. So I was like, all right, when I spit for someone, I'm going to look them in the eye and give them that pain. Sure, sure. And then I, next time I seen Cam, as far as we got acquainted, was um, after he got the demo, he reached out to me. Mm, Word. Mm. But I, I seen him around plenty of times, plenty of times in the hood. He knew my friends. I seen him around a million times. But as far as we got it, like, you know, what's up and was the, you know. Did 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 y'all make music the first night? Or? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I never forget. I went in there. He was chilling with Juju. 
in the theater room. I went in the studio. He he put up a bunch of beats. I murdered all of them. You know, I think I murdered all of them. <laughs> then I left, and he he reached out to me to come back the next day. And I went back the next day and started murdering more beats. You know, I understand. I I haven't really been. Um, I had wild verses on deck. A yeah. lot of verses. I didn't even have to write nothing for like the first three days. I was just laying the, all the verses I had. Sure. And, you know, that's how Boss of All Bosses began. Did, did, you, uh, did you grow up with mom and dad? Yeah. And, and they both lived together? Yeah. But my, my, um, my father ended up being incarcerated when I was like 11. Mm. And, and how long was he away for? He had got deported. Oh, okay. He had did five years and got deported. So when he got deported, I went to go see him. And then after I went to see him, like a year later, he had died. You know, he had caught a seizure mm. in the shower. So, Rest in peace. Yeah, definitely. Rest in peace to my pops. And um, so that was that. You know, when you uh, grow up, you know, I talk about uh, parenting and, and uh, a lot on my episodes, but when you grew up at 11 years old, you know, for those couple of years at home without a pops, did you ever, like, take a, a notice that, that, that you know, did that hurt you anyway? Did that, like, fuck you up? Like, not meaning, like, obviously not having a father that, that you know, around sure hurt you, but I'm talking about later on in life, certain things, how they, you know, turned out. Did that yeah. ever bother you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, because... There was a lot of situations I wish I could have just had a one-on-one, a sit-down with him and just vibe and, you know, spill my pain to him, you know? You know, <clears throat> you know when you go through the situations, a lot, of, a lot of people, a lot of celebrities lead to, like, drugs. Sure, sure. You know, so then they just and they just start running their mouth to whoever around them because, you know, it's a lot of... As far as me, I hold a lot inside, so... You know, yeah, definitely. I was, there's a lot of times I wish she was here, you know. But my mom's always held it down, so she was always there for me. So at the end of the day, she, you know, she kind of took up for it. Yeah, mom's always a yeah. For the most part, mom's always a queen, man. Word you up. know, um, they usually hold both uh, sides down. Yeah, she held it down. You know, she definitely held it down for him. You know, so that's like my concierge. Yeah. You know, so so you're growing up, you know, you're in the studio. Now you're starting to, like, you know, mingle with Cam and, and, and got verses on deck. And when does even the first song come out? Like, And, and I don't know, you know, but did, did like, he want to, like, sign you? Or did, you know, or you just making music with him? Or did you oh, even nah, know? He was, he was vibing to me. Like, he was, I would go in there, record, I'll leave. Then he'll go in there and listen. He'll listen and he'll vibe. But you know, Cam is real cocky. Real, like, you know, at the end of the day, he's Cam. So he ain't going to give you too much props. Sure, sure. He's not going to tell you. Even if it's a 10, you get an 8. Yeah. Which is respectable coming from somebody like him. You might not even get an 8. You might just get... 6. That's hot. That's all right. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. If he said that's all right, that means it's hot. He might. That's all right. So you know it's hot. Like, he's one of those types. Like, Cam is very arrogant. But um, he would tell me that. And I'd be like, all right. Because he would not want me to get gas. He always wanted to keep me balanced. He didn't want me to feel myself, which I was never the type anyway. But 
So then I would leave, go home, and then I would get around his friends. And they'd be like, yo, man, Cam was talking about you all night. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He like, yo, so he, you hear this? And he spit like this. And yo, nigga, he's the one. You know what I'm saying? So they would let me know, like, Cam love you. Like, so that was more, all right, you know, that was more inspiration for me to go in and just keep burning shit. You know, at that time, you were young in the business. Very. You know, uh, looking back now, how do you feel about the music business? Like, I know you love music, but the music business. The game is the game. The game is the game, man. You just got to, you know. And, like, now is definitely different from then. So it's like me being in the game then and then in it now, it's a totally different era totally you know but shit i'm like ll fab you know what i'm saying i know how to keep up with the joneses you yeah. know what i'm saying you gotta Stay evolve you got you, you gotta stay like a chameleon yeah. you know hey muma okay how did that even happen i had to do a club that night i was hosting a club so after the club me and lee went back to the studio we used to always do that we'll go to the club if i gotta do a club a hosting or whatever sure. i'll do it then I'll go back to the studio. I went back to the studio because Cam always work at night. See, I'm a I'm a morning dude. I work in I work at ten in the morning to ten at night. But Cam work from three in the morning to ten in the morning. Mm. So I'll be in the studio all day, and I'll be like, "Listen, I'm gonna just leave these tracks for him. You know, he got you know." And I'm I'm gonna get out of here before he get in here, cause if if I if I catch him, he ain't gonna let me leave. And now we now I gotta do the whole night. I've been here since ten in the morning. So um, so when I got there, Cam was already in there working. You know he had his robe on, so I know he was cooking up a heat. <laughs> yeah, he'll have his robe on and bucket. When he got his robe on and bucket, he cooking. So when I seen that, he has robe and bucket on, bucket hat on. So I'm like, all right, he cooking. I heard the Muma beat. And he like, he comes out. I, I say, you know, I'm not going to go in the studio. I go in the studio. I'm going to stay upstairs, smoke. So he come out. He come up. He come out. He like, you hear the beat? I'm like, yeah, I hear it. You got son? I need a hook and a 16. I said, say no more. My man leaves to always call girls Muma. Mm. He's like, El Muma. We'll be on the block and a and a nice mommy will walk by. But like, ayo, Muma. So when I'm listening to the beat, I'm looking at this funny looking nigga, and I'm like, yeah, I got the hook. That was history. When that when okay man, I remember when when that shit came, when that shit hit radio. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like that was almost like an in, your inter- introduction. Would you say that or no? Nah, I wouldn't okay. say that. I say speaking in tongues was my. Who else gonna hold us down? Huh? We was hitting. Like, me and Cam, you know what's crazy? We, Me and Cam was hitting Flex with some bombs. And, like, honestly, me and Cam hit Flex with a bomb that I feel was bigger than all them records. Mm. Bigger than We All Up In Here, Hey Muma, 
and speaking in tongues. It was a song with Gucci Man called um, Cuffin. Okay. Was crazy. The beat, A Rap Music did the beat. This joint was so crazy. And Flex didn't run with it like that. So you know what I'm saying? You know, he, he probably ain't feel like that. You know, when Flex don't like when Flex don't like it, he don't like it. Sure, sure. When he likes it, when he likes then he's it, he's spinning back a thousand times. Word up. You know, you I don't I never take um I never get offensive with Flex. Cause I know if he if he don't like it, he just don't like it. If he like it, he's gonna run with it. So I said offended. I never get offended with Flex. So um to me, Cuffin was crazy. And Flex was playing it, but he wasn't running with it. He wasn't taking it back, making the movie. And I felt that was one of the biggest records because Gucci was on fire at the time. Mm. We had Gucci on it, you know. But long story short, so we figuring out. We just going back to the going back to work, putting out more heat in the streets. Boss of all bosses, um, two speaking tongues was on boss of all bosses two, two point five. Mm. Boss of Boss is 2.5. Now we hit them with the speaking tongues. I was in Black Ink before Black Ink was even on TV. Mm. You know, I was just a straight tattoo spot in Harlem. I'm in there getting, um, I think I was out again. Yeah, I was, I'm in there getting a tattoo. And I'm listening. And Puma, Puma had a producer. He like, yo, V, I'm managing this producer. He got beats. I said, I right, play him while I'm getting my tap. Play him. Sure. So, you know, he playing beats. I ain't really paying no mind. And this speaking tongue beat just come on. And it's just knocking, knocking. To the point where I, I'm not even paying it no mind. But I keep hearing it. And I'm like, damn, this beat is hard, yo. And I, I'm thinking, I'm listening, I'm like, oh, this beat different. So then I said, hold on. I, I said, yo, call Puma. I call Puma back in the room. I said, yo. What's up with that? He said, yeah, that's my man. Da, da, da. I said, yeah, I need it. I need it. At the time, I was arguing with these chicks, um, BBOD, which was on Love & Hip Hop. They from mm-hmm. Harlem as well. They was also listening to beats too. So they they wanted the beat. And I'm like, nah, I got this. Chill out. I took this beat, and I went to the, I went to the studio. I recorded off it, but when I first did the beat, I just spit. I was just going crazy on it so cam came in and heard it and he like nah v you going too hard on this beat this ain't one of those beats you gotta let this beat breathe so that's when i did the whole verse over and i'm like say what what you need what you need ma and i let it breathe yeah you doing your thing ma i just started just you know swagging it out on the yeah, beat sure, because sure. it was one of those type of beats and you know and it was fire Cam ain't even put his verse yet. I think he had let um, people at E1 hear it, and they like, oh, we love it. But we like, Cam, you got to put a verse. So Cam said, I'm going to put a verse. Cam put a verse, and it was out of here. You know, throughout the years of working with Cam, what are some of the things that you would say that like you learned from him? Because, I mean, I think, you know. The business. Yeah. The business. You know, Cam knows his business. Cam is like, Cam is, oh man, like far as business, he's different. Like mm. he's different. You know what I'm saying? Cam could be your uh, your closest guy. You know what I'm saying? But and y'all could hang out, everything. But he separates personal from business. You know, like what's business is business. And he showed me that. 
and I'm and you know that's something I definitely learned from him. And all and his number one thing is to always keep something in the low man pocket, mm. meaning for a rainy day, anything like far as things go sour in the game, know your business and know, always keep something here. So if things go left, you know you could go right. Sure, sure, sure. Now I like that. that's a gem right there. Yeah. You know, so so you you you're making music with Cam. What about um, you know, you you meet obviously Jim Jones. You've seen them in the area in the neighborhood, but did you were you starting to like really get tight with people now? Like meaning like now you knew them as friends or, or, or yeah, you know, um, a lot of people don't. Well, people know now, but you know, I knew Joel since I was eleven. Mm. Me and Joel was in the same junior high school together. You know, same class, everything. So you know, I was already cool with Joel's. Jim, I met him, you know, while things start rolling and everything. He was cool. I met Freaky. You know, Freak was cool. Everybody was cool. You know, everybody, like, welcomed me with open arms. In the day, you know, we just start cooking up. But we wasn't really cooking up together. Me and Cam just always had our UN thing. It was kind of like a um, a Wu-Tang, then Wu Gambinos or, sure, sure. you know, Sons of Man. Sure. You know, so it was like one of those. So so after that, you know, you, you you move on from from Cam, or you move on from what E one, right? Yeah, I moved on from E one to Interscope, and 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 you started Interscope. Like, I had when I had, when I signed to Interscope, Interscope was about to um just clean out, clean house. Interscope was on the way to clean house, and just start all new. You know, so I kind of I kind of got caught in the middle of that. But you know, you mean Interscope? Yeah, Interscope. If if you knew what you knew now, would you have signed back then to Interscope? To be honest with you, I didn't want to sign to Interscope then, because I felt Interscope was way out of my district, and they didn't way out of my region. They didn't even know what what was going on here. You know, they in Cali. You know, so I'm going to all these big meetings, these dinner parties out there. I'm performing. You know. Only people that knew my music was from New York or from the East Coast. There's a lot of them, they, you know, they ain't know who I was. So I felt way out of place. You know, I felt straight out of whack over there. I'm like, you know, I'll get love over here. I want to be where I'm at. I want to be at, go to Jive or Atlantic, you know, because I had offers from all them labels. I'm like, I'm good over there. Why are we going way over here? You know, and and at the same time, they was in they was cleaning house. Yeah. So. Hey, listen. You know, it's part. Unfortunately, some things. You know, it, it it probably taught you more though. It taught it taught you taught you a lot of lessons. You know what I mean? Everything is a lesson. You, you know, know? It's, it's even blessings, man. You know, everything. So you know, you just take heed to it and you learn from it. You know, but did you ever stop making music? Never. Okay. Never. So, so you move on from even Interscope that that didn't even that didn't even work. Where does Vado go from here? So then, when I moved from Interscope, you know, me and Cam still was cooking. We were still cooking, and um, I had put it out that I was going. I was off Interscope, so Khaled had reached out to me. Now I knew Khaled since my teens. Mm. From me just being with Jay Mills and him, him and Jay Mills was real sure. close. So Khaled reached out and he like, V, you got to come mess with me. I'm like, all right, bet. I had other offers, though, 
But um, didn't you have an uh, offer with Mace or something like that? I met Mace before I met Cam. I met Mace one day. I was um in the hood, and he was with one of my one of my big homies, and they brought him to the block. Told me to get in. I got in the cars. We had the Phantom, black on black. <laughs> we drive through. We drive through Harlem. Drive all the way downtown. He put on beats. I just start killing it. And he looking in the rear view like. And I never forget, because he looking in the rear view. I'm just spitting. He like. And he looking at my man. And he like. And mm. my man like, what you looking at me for? Nigga, I told you he was hot. Next thing you know, I was in Atlanta. Mm. I ain't leave out his I ain't leave out his car. I was in Atlanta for about a month. And that's when I violated probation because I didn't care. I'm with Mace. I'm in Atlanta. I ain't yeah, thinking yeah. about going back to probation. I wasn't trying to go back. But I ended up saying, yo, Mace, I got to go back. So he sent me back. But when he sent me back, they already violated me. So I had to do like six months. Rikers? Yeah. yeah OBCC? No, oh, six building? I was in the six Okay, building. yeah, yeah. I wasn't in old boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, man, C95, man. Listen, Rikers. Uh, yeah, C95, that's the fiend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a medicine uh, yeah. building, man. People be keep. leaning and. That's uh, <laughs> that keep. I mean, even. Man, there's some. I had some crazy times in, in Rikers. I remember even being in the bang. Um, just taking a shower in, in like a box, like that box. Uh, you know, you come out the box, take the shower mm-hmm. in, that, in, in that cell door. That shit was. I remember asking uh, the CEOs. Um, it's like chicks. I was like, yo, let me get a, they give you like a razor. Yeah. But you know, you butt naked, you know what I'm saying? Look, and <laughs> yeah, that shit was wild, man. Nah, it's wild. It's different. It's different. You know, it's, it could be frustrating too, because at the end of the day, you don't want to be there. Yeah. And you know, at, at that time I was one of those types where I try to live from the outside inside. Sure, that's, sure. And that's the number one thing you don't do. When you inside, you just got to block everything else sure. out. That's the only way the day's going to go by cool. I'm trying to live outside. I'm arguing with my girl, and yeah. which is now my son's mother, but doing stupid shit. It's like stressing myself out in here when you don't need to be worried yeah, about it. Yeah, when you that. can't. Yeah, you're not. And, and you know, it's funny. It doesn't matter how much you say that. People don't learn while they yeah. do that in there. People, that's how a lot of shit goes down, too. Somebody gets off the phone. And he's stressed. He's yeah, tight. Yeah, he, yeah. Now you want to fight. And knock somebody's block off, man. You know? right. And then sometimes people don't know how to move where you can't, you know, be careful when you you got to pay attention to who's going through certain shit. Don't fuck with certain people. Just leave it alone. I used to be, I used to hate seeing people go on that phone, be mad. Jones. I used to, yo, it was so crazy. People used to, I keep saying people, niggas used to be like, <laughs> <laughs> they used to not sleep. Because they want to wake up at six to catch yeah, the phone, catch phone yeah. just to see what they chick was doing last night. Then if they chick wasn't doing right, <laughs> they throwing the phone, going back to their bed, putting their face all in the pillow, and try to sleep it off. I said, Nah, I don't want to be that. That's when I stopped calling. I stopped getting visits. I stopped trying. I said, Listen, I only got six months. I'm gonna just do this shit. Yeah, it's a tough bit when you worry too much about outside. Yeah, you can't but, worry about it. But we go back to. You said you went back after Antiscope, you went to camp. So, 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 so you're back to making music, right? And then where were we? We were where Khaled uh, uh, gave a call, right? Yeah, Khaled gave me a call, you know, and told me he wanted to sign me. I said, bet. He got the deal done. 
then I was at We The Best. And, you know, it was great, you know. Khaled was just, you know, he was so excited, you know. And we just thought we just got it in. Anytime I got in the studio, we got it in. One day, Jeremiah, he called Jeremiah. He said, no, no, he told me. He said, Jeremiah on his way. We're going to see how he sound on this hook. Jeremiah came, killed it. Oh, that's uh, My, my Bay? Yeah, I like that track, man. Yeah, track was special. Uh-huh. I'm on the block, serving and making straight. Yo, that, that boy Jeremiah, man, is a, a very, very talented dude, man. man talented is an understatement. You know, now what about uh, Lil Wayne when you did the levels with Dedication 5? How, how did that even happen? Um, he was at the BMI Awards. And, you know, Wayne, I got like a, a thousand awards. And, you know, you know how Wayne be. Wayne keep the headphones. The whole time at the awards, he got his headphones in his ear. So I didn't speak to him yet because he got the headphones. So after the awards, when we we walking out together, I didn't even get to run down on him. I'm I'm near him and somebody else talking to him, but he see me. So he run down on me. And he like, yo, what up, Slime? I'm like, what up? You know what I'm saying? He's like, welcome to the team. Say, yo, nigga, come to the studio tonight. Let's get it in. Mm. I said, bet. And you know, so I'm around the area waiting on his call. I said, I ain't going to leave. I ain't going to go uptown because if I go uptown, I ain't coming back downtown. Sure. So I went, get something to eat, you know, drink, waiting on his call. Then he finally hit me. Went to the studio and we got it in. It was it was a few rappers in there. Mm. I ain't going to lie. I was one of the funniest nights. Why, funniest why you say that? Ever. I can't say, but it was one of the funniest nights ever. <laughs> funniest nights ever. It's best, you know, I can't say why, but... But was there a moment where, like, you know, keep in mind, right, you did songs with Cam, did songs with Wayne, did songs got Gucci on them. Was there a point where you really felt like you were doing this thing? Like you felt, like, happy and proud? Or you just felt like, yo, I'm really? Yeah. What, do you know when? Oh, so, okay. When um, Dip said we had our own, we had our um, we had a show there. So Cam come out do some like two songs so then Stop It 5 come on mm. so I know this when I come out so I come out on Stop It 5 but I'm like you know I never heard too many people sing Stop It 5 Stop It 5 wasn't on the radio or nothing so I come out and I feel the crowd crowd ain't yelling though crowd just you know oh maybe they was but I was in my zone sure sure so I start rapping and then the hook come and you know talking that you got it live the DJ cut the beat. And when I heard the whole stadium say stop at five, my heart just like, yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. Slime season. Like, word. That's all I, it's, it's slime, slime season. season. So then we just start turning it up. When I heard the whole crowd say stop at five and that ain't never hit the rate. I mean, K-Slave show love on the radio. Sure, but sure. Flex, it wasn't on no rotation, no nothing. And I knew from there, it's on. Mm. It's on. Mm. You know what, Nat? No, let's take a quick break. Internet's been sitting here with the one and only Vado, okay? Huh? Slime season. Yes, sir. All right, be right back. Don't go nowhere. Cheer. Yo, 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 this is Wax, man. I'm the motherfucker that you don't want to see your daughter with. I'm the motherfucker you don't want to see your wife motherfucking laughing at my jokes. 
I'm the motherfucker you'd be mad when you're, your sister leaving out the back door with me. It's wax. Peace. Internet and we're back saying here with Vado, man. Let me tell you, uh, so are, are, you, are you still signed or you're independent? Um, independent, but I'm still we the best. Do you, do you, do you like want to stay independent? Like, is that something that you think is, uh, you know, where Vada would want to go or I mean, do you yeah, think right you want to deal? Right now, right now. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I want to be independent. You know, me and my partner, we got, you know, a lot of stores. So, and you know, he's showing me the business, you know, more of the business. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, once I'm learning, I'm like, oh, nah, I'd rather be independent. Yeah. Because... Why would I go to a label and all they're gonna do is take half of this? Sure, sure, sure. Nah. What's you know you've been able to you know basically stay you know afloat and do a lot of things. You never like you know you've been able to adapt to many like we were speaking off air about chapters. Mm-hmm. You know what do you think has been like the key to your longevity? Because mm-hmm. you're still out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You ain't ready to go home. Staying updated, man. You know, not slacking. And, um, you know, I'm not going to say keeping up with the Joneses, but staying in tune. Mm-hmm. You got to be in tune because this new era is different. And, you know, honestly, far as me, just staying lyrical. Mm-hmm. It's like being real. Real will never lose. You know what I'm saying? As long as you always keep it real, a person will always mess with you because, you you know what I'm saying, you're not fake. So it's like when you lyrical, a person will always mess with you because you spitting real bars and you nice with your with your with your wordplay. Mm-hmm. Especially in this era, it ain't too many of us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, who you looking to, you looking to you know do any tracks with uh, some of the newer artists that are out now or, or other people in Harlem? I mean, I wouldn't mind doing tracks with the new artists, the um, you know, the little Uzis, mm-hmm. the little babies, mm-hmm. but you know. I would, you know, I would love to, you know, I would love to do tracks with like J. Cole's, mm-hmm. Kendrick's, you know, Meek Mills, you know, The Fabulous, like, you know, because those are more artists I relate to. Sure. You know, ASAP Ferg, ASAP Rocky, you know. Mm. How has, how is, you know, obviously, you know, and I was saying too, Home has so much talent and, you know, especially in the music industry, especially in hip hop, think about how much talent has come out of Harlem. You know, how's how's your relationship with like you know ASAP and all them? Oh no, nah, you know those those the um those my bros, mm. especially ASAP Ferg. Mm. I, I watched ASAP Ferg come up. Mm. You know, I you know I was around when his pops was alive. God bless the dead. You know, so his pops is like an icon. Mm. So. You know, Ferg is just, you know, it's a blessing to see him doing this thing. I know his pops is happy as hell, man, cheesing, watching him just, like, you know, becoming really a superstar. Mm, You know, I'm seeing it my own eyes. I told him the other day when I seen him, like, yo, man, you ain't know how proud I was of you when I seen you at the Met Gala. Mm, Like, that's big, man. You know what I'm saying? You from Harlem. You from Hamilton Place, like, up the hill, like. Did you ever think you'd have been at the Met Gala? <laughs> yeah, that's just crazy. With your day man. one, like with your girl, your day one, like these is dreams. That's you, you know, we from a hood of dreams. A lot of them don't really come true. You know, 
you, you being in the music business, you've been able to do a lot of different stuff. Like, you know, um, is there something that you've been able to do for like people around you, like mom or anybody that really, you know, established you to be like, damn, Mark, okay, uh, I'm doing this. I mean, you know that my mom's, my mom's is like, you know, my best friend. So as soon as I got on, you know, I got my mom's, um, I got a art class, mm. you know, uh, house. Mm. So I, that was the first thing, you know, and I didn't even get it. She actually taxed me. She made sure I took care of her off the rip. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She made sure I took care of her off the rip. Listen, moms moms don't play when it comes to that. Nah, they don't. You know, what, what I mean, you don't live in Harlem anymore, right? But nah. what is what what are Harlem summers like anymore? Because I feel like I remember, I, I is mean, it different? Living in Harlem is like living where I'm at now. It is that, is that fancy? Yeah, it's so high. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Harlem is very expensive, very, mm. very. So my, my whole thing was why would I pay what I'm paying now to be you know, around a headache. You know, sometimes sure. Harlem could be a headache because I'm from there. I grew up there. So it's different now, you know? Mm. So. Yeah, no, no, I get it, man. I get you it. You can yeah. easily get, you can easily um, get caught up mm. back into your old ways. Mm. So what, what what are you working on now? Working on a new tape. I don't have a name for it yet, but. Sinatra 3? It's going to be crazy. What's up with Sinatra 3? Snatcher Three is good, you know. I just dropped a, um, a video called Javel McGee. Mm. You know, shout out to KP and that Piff, and now we on to the next thing. So, what's the project you said you you, you working on? It's, it's no name yet. Okay. You no, know, we're going. But all it's I can like say an EP? is, is it gonna be an album? It's gonna be an EP. It's actually you know, it's gonna be a mixtape. Okay. But we giving y'all like a streets is watching with it. Mm. You know, that's how I'm going to separate myself for this one. This one is going to be special because the whole tape, I'm going to give you the vision, the story, all in it, all in one, mm. all in one. It's like a movie. It's like watching Casino. Like, you know, you watch Casino? Sure. Or Bronx Tale. Sure. You're talking about Bronx Tale? Watching Bronx Tale, you got the soundtrack to it. Mm. You know, when it's all said and done, can if, if you could think of it, what, what do you want your legacy to be, man? What do you want people to remember you by, man? The GOAT. Mm. You know, it's levels to the GOAT. So, you know, if I, you know, I don't want nobody to get offended if I say the GOAT, not saying I'm the greatest of all, mm. but I'm going to be the greatest of all. Mm. Mm. You know, it's levels to it. Mm. And I'm definitely at a, at, at a certain part of level, a certain level of the game, I'm going to be a GOAT. Mm. You know, you um, you 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 said something one time that really stuck out to me. Um, hold on, I gotta get this thing to make sure that I could uh, remember exactly what it was. Hold on, hold on, we had to cut that part, but don't worry. Hold on. You know, you said something one time in, in, in a track. You said, while the team putting numbers on the board, feel like I'm at the end of the bench getting ignored. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, was, was that a metaphor? you just being, like, clever with it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, you know, just as far as the rap game, period. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you go through them stages where you feel like everybody winning but you. But you know you is you nice enough to win as well. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like uh putting Kobe on the bench. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But they, you know, knowing but you know what he's capable of. But y'all just not playing them. You know, you also said what what's more valuable than peace of mind? You know, you, you, you asked that in one of your lyrics one time. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm going to ask you, what, what is more valuable than peace of mind? Uh, nothing. That's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the right answer. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is more valuable, man. You know, I had to grow up. I had to mature to really understand how much a, a peace of mind is worth, man, for real. Like, people, you know, then you see, you see people, a peace of mind is very expensive. People go, people fly to all types of countries just for that. They can't get it where they at. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I lived in Wayne for a peace of mind. Mm. And Wayne cost me a whole, you know what I'm saying? A whole lot to live there. But I wanted that peace. You know, we we spoke about your pops, man, and, uh, you know, you have two kids. Yeah. And, have you seen yourself like doing, you know, different things than, than, than what your parents have done? And not that they did anything wrong, but like, you know, we always want to be better parents. Like we wanted to do things that, you know, our parents didn't do. And that's why, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause that's um, one of the main reasons why I'm happy that my son see me as a, as an artist, mm. you know, and I'm not going to lie to you. My kids is already talented. I already know my daughter is going to be a singer. You know what I'm saying? She's going to be a singer. My son's going to be a rapper. <laughs> you know, because it's, it's just in them. You know, my, my grandmother was a jazz was a jazz singer. So, you know, when you they so ready at a young age. My I can't stop my daughter from singing for nothing. I can't stop her from singing. She's going to sing wherever, if I'm in the bank, wherever I'm at. She's just going to start hooping and hollering. I don't know what she's saying, but I know she's trying. Sure, sure. You know, my son now, right now, he's in a basketball thing. He had fell back from the rap, but you know, he was rapping off the rip because I, you know, I was taking him around, showing him. You know, and it's just positive, which is great because I didn't come up that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I came up, I was going to my pops, he was doing what he gotta do. And he was, you know, he was definitely doing what he gotta do and he was showing it. So, you know, I'm just glad that they not in that environment at all. At all, you know what I'm saying. So, which is you know a great thing. It's crazy because it's like you know, we, uh, you know, you try to give your kids everything that you you didn't have or raise them different. And and sometimes I do worry about uh, suburbs, though. You know what I mean? It's like, but at the end of the day, everybody don't need to be raised the same. I mean, you know, Kiss Kiss had told me one day. He like you got to balance it out, V. Let them, be, you know what I'm saying. Let your little man be in the hood. Gotta balance it out because you don't want him to be too on the suburb tip, and then sure. you know he become a weirdo, mm. you know, because he easily become a weirdo because they don't, you know, a lot of people in the suburbs they don't go through nothing, they don't go through no real life things, you know what I'm saying? Everything is always handed to them, so a person could feel, oh, I could shoot up this high school and I'm gonna be all right. He honestly, them kids honestly feel that way. Sure. They did it. They honestly felt they could shoot up a high school, kill a million people, and and it's nothing because they never went through no, 
trials and tribulations. True. You, you know, so you got to let your, you know, I let my son go in the hood. You know, my uncle, my, my brother, his uncle always take him in the hood. Always. My mom's always take him to the hood. Always. You know, balance it out. And he hang out there and, you know, take his bike. Then he come across, you know, so you got to balance it out. You have to. You know, you, you. what would you say that when you just came up, what would you say that you were talking about to versus what you're talking about like now? Like what's, what's Vado's music talking about now? Is, has it changed at all? It definitely changed. You know, it's so crazy. I listen to Boss of All Bosses. I listen to my verses with Cam. And I'm like, oh, I was delicate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, them balls was light. Like, you know, like, I'm in my best, I'm in my best mode ever as far as lyrical, everything, because I just grew. I didn't go, I didn't, um, the duck, you know what I'm saying? I didn't go down, I went up. Sure. Everything, you know, you just get discouraged because it was a time when, I was recording and putting out music, and then I'll go, I'll be out somewhere, and somebody see me, oh, shit, V, what's up, brother? what's up? Yo, when I can hear something new? Like, nigga, I just dropped something yesterday. Mm. You ain't hear that? So that right there used to fuck me up, like, fuck me up. Because I'm like, damn, I'm I'm dropping music, and these niggas not even hearing it. Or I drop a tape, and a nigga be like, yo, when you going to drop a tape? I'm like, huh? That shit is wild disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and it was it was a time where I just felt like everybody, you know, turned their backs on me. So that's when I started, I, I came clapping. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still clapping. How do you stay focused, too, from that? You know what I mean? Because sometimes some people with us should you get gotta, to them. You, you got to fall back. And you got to fall back. Because, trust me, it could have went a whole nother way when I felt like that. Meaning... I was just in a rage, but instead of me coming with with a with force, I just fell back. You know, I looked over it and figured out what I had to do, and figured out who I had to, um, you know, just just had to fall back, man. Just had to fall back and and map map out what I what I wanted to do and how I'm gonna do it. Mm. You know, and I was blessed, man. To be honest, with you, I was blessed to come across the people I came across to really give me that new vision mm. and a whole new chapter. Mm. Slime season, we Slime. back at it again. Word up! Wait, um, Instagram, where could people find you at? At vado underscore mh. You fucking with Twitter? At vado underscore mh. Okay, and all your joints on Spotify, Apple Music, Title, all that. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Listen, Internet's the one and only Vado, okay? Huh? Make, sure, make sure you go check out the catalog. Make sure you check out. We don't got a name for it yet. Yeah, yeah. But there's no new projects it, coming yeah. out. Listen, stay connected to the Internet to see what it is. But more music from Vado. More, what about any shows coming up? Are you going to be doing some shows? Um, Once the project comes I'm out? I'm actually doing a show. God bless my brother Chinks. I'm doing a show on Far Rock the end of this month. It's either the end of this month or the beginning of September. Okay, out in Far Rock, a free concert. Me, Manola Rose, a few other artists. You know, I'm a rep for my man Town, mm. and we're gonna get it crunk. Rest in peace, Chinks, man, and uh, Vado. All the best, man. Uh, you know, keep it going. I like how, uh, like I told you before, I like how you kind of never 
You never let that shit get to you. you know, Small thing to a giant, man. You're moving, man. Uh, moving like know. a plane, man. Plane lamb, but plane get back up in the air. All day, man. Internet, Varo. See you next episode. Cheer. Internet, if you enjoyed that episode, I want you to email me at thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com. Again, that email is thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought. And listen, all my advertisers out there, all my big businesses, my small businesses, whoever, a friend, a store, you want to advertise on The Premium Pete Show? Email me at thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com and let's get working, okay? Make sure you subscribe, rate, leave a comment on all streaming platforms of the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And we'll see you next episode. Cheer.